Hello! Welcome to Pool Boys Recommend, a comedy podcast where two taxpaying citizens and one cop recommend what? things to each other. We do hey, it, what? and Go. then we review it. Come on, Le- fellow kids. Legally a cop, Dave. Legally. Uh, <laughs> I, I actually can't discuss these matters with you. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, that's yeah. unfortunate. Uh, okay, we'll have to talk about some other stuff on this show. <laughs> okay. We recommend things to each other. We take a week to do it, and then we come back and we review it. My name oh, is yes. Stu. I'm Chris. I'm Constable Davey. And Ooh. we are your certified pool boys. And uh, we're back with a bundle of recommendations for you. But first, it's time to review the recommendations we gave each other last week. So this uh-huh. week, we are going to start with Chris. That we are. Uh, last week, Chris, I uh, recommended to you, after your frankly reprehensible uh, opinion of uh, the Wikipedia service came to air. Not true. I told you to go and prepare a, uh, a, a, a school kids history project on one year of your choice without the use of Wikipedia. Mm. How'd you go? Old so I am... Um, this is the way that the Amish people do their history reports. Well, kind of. I, so I said, I was thinking about your recommendation, Dave, and I, I quite like it. I really do like mm. it because I use Wikipedia mm. so much, like mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. much more than most people would, I think. Yeah. And but but even in saying that, I do know that there's heaps of other great websites out there. Like Wikipedia isn't the be all and end all. Yahoo. And there are some really helpful, some really good ones. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I actually decided to turn up the difficulty on this one. Oh. Okay. You were like, yeah. Watch this. A little bit. A little bit. Because I sort of, gonna, you know, I'm researching the year 2025. <laughs> <laughs> well, I decided. Not to use the internet at all. Wow. Oh, whoa. Wow. So you went straight to the books. Well, not even books, actually. I just made it up. Oh, cave paintings. <laughs> well. Cave, cave paintings, yeah. <laughs> um, just like a bunch of handprints, just like ochre spat all over them, you know? So, I'm here about the year 10, guys. Uh, so you, <laughs> yeah. you, you sort out uh, the oral traditions of uh, whichever whichever culture you're, you're going for, is that right? Uh-huh. I mean, that's the closest, yeah. yeah? Just, okay. just yeah. by talking to family and friends, you know? Uh, Okay, okay, right. Like, right. just we sort of all have our own history. And uh, it actually has been quite a nice experience, just like okay. talking to people and sort of getting their Unreal. opinions on a certain year. And um, so I must stress that none of the information I have it can be reliably... It's not. It might not be true. Is what don't, I'm trying to say. Don't at me. Don't at me. <laughs> don't I'm at me if anything is wrong. Of lies. Um, okay. Please at my closest family and friends. Is what I'm trying to say. Yep. Okay. Um, right. It's their yeah. misinformation, not yours. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. I'm only spreading it. By yeah. Broadcast media. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, mean, I, I will confess, I did use one website, Facebook. I sort of posted a status up. Okay. What do you guys remember from this certain year? And uh, got some feedback. And yeah, I, I've sort of I've got a quite a report. I think it's kind of amazing. Unreal. People's cool. memories. You know. Well, yeah, I mean, let's let's get down to it. What year did you pick? Um, I wanted to pick a year that has sort of been underrepresented and okay. that everyone has like fond memories of, but you don't really mm. think about it all the time. Okay. Okay. And there's I a year picked, for this. I picked Ooh. the year two thousand. I knew oh, this nice. was nice. This was this is a good pick. I, I mean, all of us can remember a, a solidly a lot about this year. Yeah, exactly. So it's mm. like it's not too far back, but it's far back enough to have that nostalgic feel to it. Yeah. yeah. So. That was when Nikki Webster became the prime minister, right? That's that is correct. That I, is right. Yeah, her, inaug- <laughs> her her inauguration was her coming in on a big thong. It was awesome. <laughs> I must so admit, good. there is there is more Nikki Webster in this report than pro- there probably should be. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, okay. First thing of twenty, t- t- the year two thousand. 
20 zero zero. Yeah. That's how they used to say it, I'm pretty sure. That's right. <laughs> of course, Y2K. Y2K. You've got to start off any report about the year 2000 with Y2K. That's people, right. thought the, people thought the world was going to end. Yep. Little did they know it actually would end 20 years later. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of course, someone forgot people, to carry it too sometime. Yeah, well, exactly. That was kind of the issue, that the, the, the technology wouldn't be able to keep up. Yeah. yeah. According to me, that's my summary of Y2K. <laughs> there you go. We've got calculators. <laughs> Turn but now, missiles and stuff. When I say when I say the year two thousand to you guys, yeah, what, what's the first thing you think of? I think of a gold coin that I was given uh, as as like a hey, you were alive in the year two thousand. Oh wow! Yeah, it's I like think of was, the Sydney Olympics. Yeah, yeah, oh, so that's, yeah that's, that's a good the one. Answer I was fishing up for. This one gold cool coin. Story, all of all of my major life events have happened in the company of a gold coin. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so we are three Sydney boys, and so of yep. course the year two thousand really does bring up remember thoughts and and, and memories of the two thousand Olympics. That's right. This yeah, is, this is a great discussion. Did you guys go to the Olympics? Yep, I yep. did. Okay, what did you see? I saw the baseball with my dad. I yep. saw some swimming with my mum. I don't exactly uh-huh. remember what. Oh, but yeah, the yeah. one I remember the most fondly is uh, blind beach volleyball. Blind. Oh, the Paralympics. Yeah. Yeah, wow. right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, go to the Paralympics as well because it's never televised. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's I so cool. misunderstood at the time what was happening, but I <laughs> at the time I thought it was two normal people versus two blind people. <laughs> <laughs> Mixed doubles. So maybe maybe two are just way better than the other two. I don't know. That's so unfair. <laughs> I'm that's like, so this unfair. is crazy. Savage. The is Olympics savage. is awesome. Wow. Did you say blind vi- beach volleyball? Yeah. So there's a bell in the ball? That's right. Wow. Mm. That's amazing. You're the it bell is. of the ball, Stu. Oh, thanks, mate. Appreciate it. <laughs> what did you guys say? I went, I went and saw um, I saw uh, some of the heats for the 100-meter sprint oh, and the dude. athletics and stuff. And I also saw the gold medal final of Brazil and Australia in the beach volleyball, the women's. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. right. That's, some, it was that's awesome. a good event. It was so, so good. Did you guys Stu? Uh, yeah, I did. I, I saw a hockey match, um, a women's hockey match, which I don't remember all that much. Um, and I saw a soccer match as well, which I also don't remember, but I do have distinct memories of every single time they headed or chested the ball, the entire stadium went, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and so there was just this resounding, because I think people were getting bored ooh. with the match. You know, it's a soccer, it's a low scoring game. So yeah, people yep. were just going, ooh. Every time someone headed or <laughs> just everyone ball. collectively just decided to make noise to entertain themselves. Yeah, they did. It was amazing. <laughs> so That's everyone amazing. was there. We were there. Ian Thorpe was there. Grant Hackett, I think. Michael Klim, probably. Yep. Uh, of course, Kathy Freeman. Freeman dipped in the pool. Sorry, Kathy Freeman got in the pool. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was the kids' pool down the end, but she, you know. But of course, who was the real winner of the Sydney 2000 Olympics? Which Olympian really owned the year 2000? Who else but Nikki Webster? Oh, yeah. yeah that's Webster. right. Yep. The famous yep. Olympian. Right. I've been missing your strawberry kisses. It might have come out in 2001, um, but <laughs> gosh darn it, if it didn't have some Millennium Spirit in there anyway. Oh, absolutely. There was a, <laughs> was a real Millennium hangover there. <laughs> that's right. It was just the first of many years that she'd look back on and think, this year is not as good as the year 2000. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, the year 2000 was a great year for the year 2001. Yeah, yeah, one of the best. The second best, actually. Yeah. Um, which brings us to the music of the year 2000. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Teenage Dirtbag by Wheatus. My first album I ever bought with my own money. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, straight up. 
The, what, that was an album? <laughs> well, it was actually a single plus three other songs that I just do not remember. Or care about. <laughs> and no one I else think, does. I think that's the second first album you've bought on the podcast because last a couple of weeks ago it was Blue by Eiffel 65. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. No, just no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a filthy liar. <laughs> no, I, there was money. It was money that I went in and got. That's right. Whatever. But it was like, they're like all mishmashed in the first three, definitely. The third yeah. being the Pokemon movie soundtrack. Oh, Ooh, well, nice. we'll, we'll, that'll be coming up soon as well. Don't oh, cool. Okay, okay. Uh, music by Madonna. Music. Uh, Anthem of the Year 2000 by Silverchair. Mm-hmm. Stand mm-hmm. by Eminem. Uh, yep. Marilyn Manson, Limp Biscuit, Nelly's Country Grammar. Everyone had have something like coming in 2000. But for me, there's mm. only one song that really captured what the year 2000 felt like. It's not mm-hmm. my favourite song, but every time I hear it, it takes me back to the year. Yeah. And that the song, song is, from the Saddle Club. No, it is absolutely <laughs> everybody. By oh, Vanessa of course. That's great. Oh, yes. wow. Everybody needs. Yes. Oh, God. Oh. It's just an absolute jam. Wild world. Yeah, yeah so right? Good. So good. It's been stuck in my head all, all, all week. I love it. It's, it's such 2000. Yeah. Uh, and so that brings us, of course, to movies. Um, American Beauty was released in 1999, but it won the Oscar in the sort of uh, February 2000 ceremony. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. uh, and heaps of classic movies were released in 2000. Um, yep. These might not all be correct, but... <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm a bit of a film buff, and I know a fair bit about, you know, what... I'm pretty good at guessing what... Uh, year a movie was released in, but a lot of these were definitely that guesses. Yeah. Um, Gone in sixty seconds. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What women want. Oh yeah. Age particularly Classic. well. Mel Gibson uh, gets electrocuted and can read women's minds. Yep. <laughs> that makes total sense. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The Road to El Dorado. Oh yeah. Oh, classic. The Emperor's New Groove. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Scream, which I'm pretty sure was released in late 1999, but you know, was sort of alive and well. Uh, it just it, it captures it. It's in the catchment area. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, American Pie, I think. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, She's all that, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Charlie's Angels. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty uh-huh. sure. Uh, and of course, what the one the Oscar for that year, Gladiator. Gladiator. Oh, of yeah. course. Oh, okay. Great film. Yeah, um, great. That's when uh, Marcus Aurelius gets electrocuted and can read lions' minds, isn't it? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was this weird thing going on in 2000, and I can't really think of that many examples, but just people love to name things 2000. Oh, like, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. Pokemon 2000, Blues Brothers 2000, Windows 2000. Yeah. Yep. My first email address. Oh, yeah, really? Tapshoes 2000. Yeah. Tapshoes 2000. <laughs> yeah. At hotmail.com. I'm sure it's yeah, hotmail. Active. Everyone's right. hotmail is embarrassing. No matter yeah. who you are, your hotmail is embarrassing. Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, but the entertainment doesn't stop there. It was the first season of Survivor. Oh. Uh, which oh. really started the world's obsession with reality TV, I think. Yeah. Uh, sure. Yeah. The first games of si- game of Sims debuted. Really? In 2000? Oh, right. Maybe. Oh, wow. well, I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe! <laughs> Again, none of this is fact-checked. I'm pretty sure, though. I mean, this is based yeah. off people's, you know, what people have told me. Yeah, sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. I think they're right. I'm pretty sure Sims is right. Um, <laughs> the start of Del Toro's Quest book series. Remember oh, them? I do remember them. Yeah. Well, I read all of them. Um, did you really? Yeah, I read all of them. Yeah. I, I remember they were my favourite books to look at the spine, like at the library. Because they had the belt yep. on it. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, so that's cool. right. So, so cool. Yeah. I and of course. anything about it apart from that belt. Anyway. Uh, of course, the height of LimeWire. Oh, of course. Lime. Far oh, out. Man. Back in the days. You had, you had to do so much to listen to a song. You really did. 17 to, to hours to download 
a song that is titled wrongly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, download a different song oh, to the man. one you actually wanted. That's yeah, right. absolutely. And then, like, print off a picture of the album cover, burn your own CD, put it yeah. put it in the uh, jewel case. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Um, but while it felt like the year was full of laughs and good times, it, when I look back, it's a really positive year for me. Great year. Uh, there were also plenty of historical moments in that year too. Uh-huh. Uh, the Concorde crash in Paris. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, don't ask for, for any more details. Because I do not know any. <laughs> do you know what a Concorde is? Where's Paris? I'm familiar. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, uh, Melbourne's gangland killings, like Carl Williams and the Moran brothers and all that. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, the GST was introduced. That's right. I think. <laughs> Bloody Jay Howard. <laughs> is that true? I think so. Oh. My roommate told me that. I, I think he, he seems like a trustworthy guy. Yeah, yeah. I think that's about right. He, he's someone who really hates the idea of being taxed by the government, so Damn I straight. believe it from him. <laughs> Damn straight. Uh, scientists cloned a sheep and a cow. Wait, the government cloned a sheep and a cow? Sorry, scientists. Oh, scientists. scientists. Cloned a sheep just the, no, it's just the government. It's just, it's just <laughs> the government, man. Kim Beasley and John Howard at their yeah. old tricks. <laughs> hey, do you want to make a sheep? We've already got a sheep. No, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> do you want to make this sheep again? <laughs> Um, that, those lamb chops were so good. I want them yeah. exactly the same and again. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I so bet good. you do, Kim Beasley. I bet you do. <laughs> I bet you do. Uh, Aussie troops returned from East Timor. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, a walk across the Harbour Bridge in support of reconciliation for Indigenous people. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Yeah. I do remember that too. I'm going, I don't know how to pronounce this, but uh, the Ross Kildy Festival Crush incident. Have you guys heard about this? No. So apparently there was this sort of massive uh, crash incident at this particular music festival in a country I do not know. Right. Um, and it changed mosh pits forever and all these sort of rulings and uh, the way they sort of carried out, apparently. I wish I could give you more information. <laughs> um, it was the um, George W. Bush versus Al Gore presidential election in America. That's right. One yep. of the most controversial US elections in history. Yeah, really? soon to be superseded. Yeah, soon to be. Uh, well, potentially, yeah. It's sort of, apparently it all came down to like 500 votes in Florida and... Um, there was like recount after recount, but uh, they sort of all kept getting different numbers and uh, George wow. Bush kept winning, but there was like a, a governor, I think, there that kept like overruling, like decided to overrule the final recount or something like that. Right. I don't really understand. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay. That's that's paced together from like a podcast I listened to two years ago. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you, political correspondent Chris Hayslip. Yeah, with your fourth hand knowledge. <laughs> I heard that. And Sega World closed down in Darling Harbour. Oh. I thought you said this was a good year, Chris. <laughs> Do you know what this was? People kept telling me about this, but I have no point of reference. Yeah, I very traumatically wet my pants in that in that in that place as a child. Wait, what? Yeah, I right. was with my my friend and her mum, and just wet my pants, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you one day when I get way more drunk to tell you more details. <laughs> way, way more drunk. Okay, four thirty on a yeah. Tuesday afternoon. Uh, what, shut what, is, up, man. what is Sega World? Wait, really? You don't know this? I, I have no idea. I don't really know it's either. It's like Luna Park if it was video games. Really? You don't you don't remember this at all? No, I never went. I went to Wonderland and uh, and okay, north okay. of Oka Beach, oh, and that was the oh. extent of my holidays. Okay, imagine time zone, but it's on the scale of like a Costco. Oh, okay. Huh. And it was all these like Sega branded games, and there was all this like there was oh, it was so so cool. Yeah, awesome. Well, I, I really I really feel sad for you that you don't remember what Sega World was. Well, I've been looking forward to Googling it, but I can't. <laughs> I don't rule on myself for some reason. We've spoken about the Olympics, but you can't forget the rest of the sports. Mm. Even yes. though, no, no matter how much we try. No. <laughs> uh, the Essendon Bombers won the AFL comp. Oh, yeah. 
That was a major thing to a lot of people. Yeah, um, on your bombers. Uh, the Brisbane Broncos won the NRL. Mm-hmm. And uh, New South Wales, I believe, won the State of Origin that year. That was the last time it happened, I think. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> Sounds about right. And, you know, all of these things had their own impact on the world, right? But yeah. when we as individuals look back and really remember the year 2000, we think of our own different things, just like Stu thought of that coin. Mm, yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, like ben started school. Lauren qualified for a morning tea with her principal. Mm. Wow. Lillian flew on a plane for the first time. Mm. Craig got chicken pox. James got his handwriting license. Elise won her year one colouring in competition. And my uncle Jim remembers the Parramatta Eels beating the St George Dragons in front of 104,000 people at Stadium Australia, despite <laughs> that actually happening in 1999. <laughs> <laughs> I think Exception. when I look back at the year 2000... My longest surviving memory is of my grandfather mm. um, who was selected to run with the Olympic torch. Like, oh, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And like uh, there's, I can remember exactly at my grandma's house, exactly where the picture is up on the wall of me and all my other cousins standing with him as he was holding the torch. And it was just a really lovely moment and sort of getting to be part of that ceremony, um, you know, just sort of joins yeah. everyone together, like the entire world together, you know. It, yeah, um, it is really nice. Yeah, it was. It was. And, um, and so that's my memory. It's sad that the whole uh, tradition was resurrected by, well, you know, created by Nazi Germany to symbolise Nazism spreading across the world. Is that true? That's right. Yeah, it is yes, true. Yeah. That is a true story. Oh. Yes. But, hey, symbology can change. But your grandpa rocks, man. I don't yeah. think he does. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> grandpa <laughs> Grandpa Heeslip is just trying to spread the Olympic <laughs> flame. That's, that's it. it. Dave, That's you're it. really the uh, 2001 to my 2000 there, mate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, Matt, well, it all came crashing down. <laughs> no, that's actually awesome. How did he get that? He's just always been like an important part of the community and like been really involved with community sports and, and that sort of thing. And um, yeah. with cricket and rugby league, all in like our local area. Yeah, right. It wasn't a Kino yeah. prize. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I'm sure he wishes too. Imagine, imagine you, you pull down all 30 numbers or whatever that you've bet and then you think you're going to win $4 million and actually you get to win running 200 metres with a stick that's on fire. <laughs> Great. It was much more Perfect. than 200 metres, by the way. I think it was a few Ks, actually. Yeah, right. Oh, wow. I'd look it up Solid and tell effort. you, but I can't. Solid no. effort, Grandpa. <laughs> Solid effort. Um, well, that's it for me, guys. That's my yearly report. Nice. Uh, that's very sweet. What's your, what's your rating, Matt? I reckon I'm going to give this one... You know, I actually kind of enjoyed just not using the internet for a bit and like, yeah. Yeah. like getting information from, you know, those closest to you. Like, mm. yeah. And getting their version of events. I'm giving it a two, actually. Hell so yeah. Two. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. Which uh, brings us to you, Stuart. Last that's week right. I recommended that you uh, also go onto Facebook. I recommended that you join your uh, local uh, suburbs Facebook groups and yeah. see what's going on there. <laughs> yeah. And it's a very <laughs> lovely place over there at the uh, Williamstown local Facebook groups. Uh, there's mm. a few of them, actually. Of course, you've got your buy, swap, sell. Uh, there's so. one. There's a special one which is for just my street uh, in Williamstown. No kidding. Uh, which was actually set up by uh, my beautiful bandmate, Mark Conroy, yeah. um, who I currently live with. He, se- he set it up. And so uh, when, I, when I jumped off the episode last week, I applied to join. And then he, uh, he pops in and he goes, hey, mate, I've just approved your... Uh, your- <laughs> <laughs> your request. I've just approved your request to join. Imagine if he rejected it. 
I know, he could have. Well within he his rights. He could have. Yeah. Well within his rights. Because I'm, I'm a bit of a ring-in. Hey, mate, listen, I just wanted to let you know I've rejected your request. Uh, yeah. You're not the kind of person we want <laughs> Mark, here. Mark Conroy's buddy created this episode. He helped me a lot with mine as well, actually. Yeah, oh, really? Right. Yeah, yeah, he gave, he, gave me a lot, he gave me a lot of tips, actually. Oh, very yeah. interesting. Steadily yeah. creeping onto the show. That's it. Yeah, steadily. Slowly but surely. He's a shadow pool boy. <laughs> uh, he is. Uh, so... Just a bit of a rundown for Williamstown because there's uh, there'll be lots of mentions of seagulls and boats. So <laughs> Williamstown is a portside town uh, with a little beach uh, in an area known as Hobson's Bay. Uh, in pre-colonial times, it was inhabited by the Bunurong tribes, but then colonisation and the gold rush really changed the landscape dramatically, and Williamstown became a shipping town. Uh, lots of dock workers and the likes, and those roots persist in Williamstown still today. Hmm. Uh, and wow. while it is still going uh, going under some diversification or gentrification, take your pick, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. still very much a dock workers' town. So with all of these groups, there there's usually a significant amount of members, uh, mm-hmm. but generally only a handful of people who regularly post, uh, if that, actually, if that. Right. Yeah, okay. Most of whom have their own unique style of posting, yes. uh, which this really defines their character. Yeah, uh-huh. this, is, uh, this is what we've been looking for. This is yeah. that new sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> these, these posts are, are generally of old pictures uh, with a little description or a question and generally lots of trailing off thoughts, heaps of ellipses, uh, yeah, like way yeah, too many ellipses. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think, I don't think I've seen a single ellipses that is the proper three full stops. It's always, <laughs> it's always six or seven or nine. There's, there's a lot of pausing for thought on the Williamstown Facebook groups. So uh, I'm going to draw your attention first to a Facebook group called Williamstown Life. And mm, yes. the, the about section on this describes it thus. Things to do, places to go, services, fine dining and eating in Williamstown, Melbourne, Victoria, Australia. There's 2,500 members and all of these posts on the page are from the page itself. So oh, I see. All posted by the page um, to, the pa- to the page's wall. Okay, so the moderator's pasting it. Posting. That's exactly right. And yeah. I did a little bit of investigating and it's run by one moderator called Emma Sydney. And she, at the beginning of the page's creation, there's heaps of posts about like different restaurants, cafes, different secret hidden locations, all about Williamstown, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so so that's all great. The page is is serving its function. It's, uh, yeah. it's giving us suggestions and restaurants and cafes. It's great. <laughs> it's but, just doing the damn thing. But... In February of this year, the posts seem to change in flavour quite dramatically. Oh, no. So Emma, our sole moderator, shifted gears (laughs) and she doesn't really feel the need to post about Williamstown anymore. (laughs) Now she just wants people to know about her digital copywriting business. (laughs) (laughs) So... There's one post every few days from February this year onwards and they all are for digital copywriting. And so these posts are usually just an image of someone working at a desk with like, you know, a nice font saying digital copywriting and it's got her logo on it. And one of them has a quote on it which says, be the dream you seek, digital copywriting. And then do you want to know who's who's credited as, uh, as saying that quote? Who's that? No. It's our sole moderator, Emma Sydney. You're <laughs> <laughs> Emma, man, she's been the dream I see. 
Do you need a problem solver who has a high level of ideation and relates well to your business? Our promise to you is to solve your problems and identify opportunities that have more people seeing and engaging with your business online. For a complimentary 15-minute chat, book a time. And this comes from Williamstown Life. (laughs) Wow. Oh, boy. Wow. So um, Williamstown Life has kind of dropped off a bit and and kind of fair enough like you know there's not really you can't go to a restaurant right now you can't go to a cafe right so you know the facebook the the function of the facebook page is kind of moot right now so she's she's just seizing the day she's seizing the opportunity Mm -hmm. absolutely the best page is williamstown originals that's the name of the name of the page Oh, There's 2,800 members in here and it's uh, run by four different admins who themselves aren't very active. Okay. Uh, there's, a, there's a few photos <laughs> what, what, I'm, what I'm hearing is that this Facebook page is, an, is a lawless wasteland. <laughs> yeah, well, it is a lawless wasteland. Anyone could do whatever the hell they wanted, but they don't. They generally do the same sort of posts over and over yeah, again. Yes. And it's very okay. sweet. It's very sweet. So every now and then you get a few photos posted by local residents. Uh, for instance, Barry Fitzgibbon. Just wants to show off a snapper that his friend caught. Oh, yes. Good on you, Barry. Tim Saliba wants to share with the people of Williamstown a photograph of the sky. (laughs) Uh, This is our sky. This is our sky. Williamstown sky. There's no sky like it. Williamstown sky. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Leslie Joel just wants people to see this old mechanic's handbook that she found from 1921. That's that's mildly interesting. Uh, (laughs) Oh, and, and Barry Fitzgibbon. Oh, Barry. Again. Uh, has posted another video here of a large gathering of seagulls. And the caption is, enough birds? <laughs> and now, <laughs> it's, it's no uh, secret that Williamstown has birds, but Barry <laughs> wants to know if Williamstown has these enough? enough birds. Did you should go answer? put them on the buy swap cell. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go put them on there right now and be like, hey, got some birds here. I got some birds. <laughs> yep, I'll, tra- I'll trade you for your lawnmower. <laughs> but... The MVP of the Williamstown Originals Facebook group is a guy called Jeff Van Wingarden. His badges include visual storyteller and conversation starter. Oh, Jeff. And he deserves it because this guy posts every few days and he usually posts every few days multiple times. So he'll put like three posts up every three days. Uh, And it's either a current photo uh, of a building that's under construction, a sepia picture of a local AFL match from the 70s or a black and white photo of an old ship at the docks. There is Classic. there is a theme to each different one. So if the post is a building, the caption will generally read something like this. The changing face of Williamstown. Who remembers what this building used to be? Or it'll be something like this. 2020. Big boys with big toys. 3016 is changing. That's it. That's the Williamstown postcode. Just FYI. Conversation wow. started. Yeah. Conversation started. Uh, also, get this party uh, started, eh? <laughs> yeah. He's coming up. Yeah, mate. Let's get loud. Uh, so, uh, if it's an AFL image, uh, Jeff will usually post a caption that reads something like this: "1970s." Oh my god. WSFL. Williamstown United versus Werribee under 17s grand final at Chernside. Brian Hill was in this team. Oh. Can anyone recognise any of the players? Oh. oh, wow. Or it'll read something like this. 1977, Williamstown High School senior football team. Do you know any of these sporting personalities? 
<laughs> does he get much interaction? <laughs> he does actually. Oh, good on him. Yeah. Wow. It's, it's usually people being like, oh, yeah, that bloke on the right is my grandfather. Yeah, he played for the team. And then Jeff will be like, yeah, my dad knew your grandfather. He did this and that and this and that. Wow. Jeff <laughs> knows everything about Williamstown. Wow. Williamstown original. Yeah, he is a Williamstown original. This dude is among, among a class of people who are really the backbone of society. Absolutely, you know? yes. These are the yes. these are the kind of people who, whenever they get sent an email or they buy something, I was going to say buy something online, but I, I don't think there's much chance of that no. um, with this guy. But you know, whenever he gets handed a review or like a, like a rate rate our service or you know give us some feedback, he does it every single time. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. definitely one of those guys. Very passionate about Williamstown. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally, if Jeff uh, Jeff Van Wingarden posts a picture of a boat. The caption will generally read something like this. Williamstown Dockyards. Dot, 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 dot. Does anyone remember the name of this ship or the year? I went there with my dad who worked at the dockyards to watch, but I can't remember the details. Or, <laughs> or it'll read something like this. Who knows the name of this ship? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like a quiz show. It is a quiz show. <laughs> so... <laughs> Jeff Van Wingarden is he is holding Williamstown together and he knows everything. He knows he's everything. He's the glue, man. He is the glue. He is the glue that sticks Williamstown together. He um, he posted this one picture, which was uh, it was that caption that I read out, actually. I went I went to this inauguration of this boat with my dad, and I can't remember the name of the ship. And then there is something like 90-something comments of people pulling up old pictures of like the blueprints for old ships that were made around that time and people like, oh, yeah, this has got to be the HMAS Celtus Skell because it was it was doing something in Williamstown at the time and then someone else would chime in and be like, no, it can't be the H- HMAS Winter Skell because my father was on that ship and at that time he was he was doing a run up the coast on the east side. There's so, just a world of people out there, you know? Wow. Yeah, just people who know a lot about boats. A lot about boats. <laughs> a lot of boat enthusiasts. A lot of boats enthusiasts. And the last thing, and the, probably the sweetest thing uh, that I saw, was someone posted just some words, which didn't really make any sense to me. Um, and it read, "Anyone be the rem- dream that you want to be in the world." Emma City. Emma No, it read, "Who remembers the old plane?" Question mark. Oh. And, I, and this this is some deep old Williamstown, like people who Ooh. lived here and have lived here all their life remembered Ooh. this thing. And I'm reading through the comments and I'm like, whoa. And there's like people, because I don't have the context, I was a bit confused. So the comments are like, oh, what a lovely family. Or like, I grew up two doors down from the old plane, got to sit in it once. And then I'm like, okay, so there's mm. an old plane. And then eventually someone posts a picture and it's like this old picture from like, you know, just under 100 years ago of this ancient plane like it mm. looks like it looks dangerous one of those planes yeah um <laughs> and it actually looks more like one of those old nuclear bombs but just with wings on it yeah, yeah. Right. and someone in williamstown just had it in their front yard and it was the highlight of <laughs> williamstown life obviously for a long time because it got jeff it got a conversation starting <laughs> 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 so yeah it was really really sweet <laughs> Wow. wow, that's so good. Yeah, that's I really just, nice. I, I, like I feel that. like my review made me feel like the world was much smaller than it is because we all sort of had these shared experiences of all these things in the year mm. two thousand. And yours has made me realize the world mm. is actually much, much, much larger. 
Yeah. There's all these things that have such an important yeah. mem- memory in people's hearts, but uh, that I just have no idea about. No yeah. concept it's a at all. Separate universe. Yeah. Just people living an entire life without yeah. ever crossing a path. Yeah. 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 Crazy. 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 Anyways, uh, that was my experience with the yeah, Williamstown right. Facebook groups, and it was it was very sweet. Uh, yeah. A very sweet experience, and uh, I hope when I finally sort of settle in somewhere, I can I can be as. Uh, as cool as Jeff Van Wingarden. Yeah. What a dude. What a dude. Yeah. Wow. Uh, oh, side note. That guy's really given back, you know? He is. He is given back. Uh, side note, there there is definitely a particular calibre calib- of people who post on these forums because every single one of them has no profile picture. Oh, yeah. Every single oh, one. Oh, yeah. Oh, every yeah. Every single one. Oh, yeah. But they all know who, I guess it's because they all know who each other are. You don't need a photo of me. You know who I am. Potentially, You've yeah. seen me with your brain. That's right. That's right. My rating system is out of a possible 30 stars, 10 for experience, 10 for spiritual growth, and 10 stars for stars. I am also going to give this a score that I have mentioned previously, which is Heaven's Gate. I'm going to give it nines all round. Oh, wow. Because I think, nice. it's, I think it's very sweet. Yeah, uh, it's, nice. it's a beautiful part of uh, being a human, having a community. And yeah. so uh, nine for experience, nine for spiritual growth, and nine stars out of 10 for stars. Wow. Yeah. Unreal. Yeah. I mean, the page itself and the interaction of it could be a bit more sleek, but it's got its own <laughs> style, you know. It's who am I? Who am I to say what the Williamstown Facebook page should or should not be? Who are you to say what an ellipsis yep. is, Stu? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Three dots, four dots, fourteen. It's all the same, baby. Three is a short pause. I mean, any like the amount that like seven in a row that must be a full minute silence. You get a you get a strong impression of what it's like to have a conversation with him. That's for sure. <laughs> okay, cool, 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 cool. Uh, cool and that cool, is cool. me. Last week, David Reynolds, I recommended yeah. that you start a swear jar. You, you start counting up how many times you swear over the week, and treat every time you swear as a dollar, and uh, mm-hmm. come back and tell us how much how much money you made, how many times you swore. Mm. <clears throat> I want you to know this about this. Um, so, I mean, the reason that you've given this to me is because I swear heaps, mm-hmm. right? I need to stop swearing. I want to stop swearing as much as I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and doing this has actually been really positive. Like, I really enjoyed it for a number of reasons, and I'll explain. Oh, excellent. Uh, okay, so last week what happened with um, Chris mm-hmm. is that we, he made us guess, you know, and he, I, I guessed about 20 and he'd done 18. That's right, you know? yeah. You are very close. So what we're going to do this week, we'll, we'll, we'll get your guesses again, um, but take into account, of course, you know, a sorry is pretty... Um, you know, you'd say in a specific situation where you're talking to someone else and you more or less have to be physically around them for it to happen, Yes, right? yeah. Sure. And for Davey Reynolds, swearing is a cheap currency. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so <laughs> why don't you give me give me your guesses of how many, how many um, I did. Ooh, okay. Seven days. And you, you were trying not to. That's right. I was trying really hard. Really hard. Every time I did it, I was like, damn it. Which is another one. Uh, damn it does not count. Um, I Basically, because I had to figure out what vulga- what the vulgarity actually means. Sorry, it's a simple thing. It's just one word. But basically, I had to choose what I would consider to be a swear word. You know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm going to say 53. I'm... Oh, gosh. I- I'll go 90. Okay. Okay. Uh, now I'm going to... Okay. I've got a letter. I've got a letter written to you just to explain kind of my position on the oh, situation. Oh, okay. okay. Lovely. Uh, dear Pool Boys Human Resources Department. Oh. Yep. 
I write to you now to address some improper conduct and to account for my liberal use of expletives in the workplace. Sure. Okay, yeah. While I do believe in the executive power of swear words and curses of all types, I admit that their use is not at all times appropriate. Mm -hmm. However, I have underneath listed some of the events which transpired to invoke and necessitate the usage of the bad words. Okay. Mm -hmm. No doubt you will hear the words in your head as we cover the examples, and so you'll need to mentally adjust in such a way that it does not allow you to comprehend the bad words, for you thinking them is as bad as me saying them to you. <laughs> True. <laughs> okay, yeah, yep. Alternatively, you can play along at home and edit in whichever combination of cuss and inflection you prefer to add flavour and crunch to the examples. Yep. I assert that for my own personal use, I defer to the ultimate triumvirate of ruling tier expletives. These being the words I now circumspectly refer to as frick, shoot, and the Samuel L. Jackson Monday to Friday special. Yeah. <laughs> the act of limiting my palate to these three words and the expanded list of 11 for Christmas mm -hmm. is in keeping with my personal convictions that A, overuse of expletives can diminish your vocabulary and B, you should always use the right tool for the job. Yes. For your perusal, I list some notable examples before, below. There was a low-lying branch. Mmm... A tradie was driving a huge ute. <laughs> Frick. Found out a local footy team that I thought played union actually plays league. <laughs> Shoot. Fiddlesticks. Describing describing how there were Maglite torches. Remember, you know the brand Maglite? Oh, yeah, Maglite, they make, yeah. They make torches. They make, like, tough torches. Describing how there are Maglite torches that double as nightsticks. Oh, Friday Only torches? for people who aren't supposed to really be allowed to have a nightstick. <laughs> Such a specific niche in the market. It is, yeah. One that you feel... And finally, I felt like saying surprise motherfucker six times in a row before remembering I was keeping count. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> in all these cases, the use of the swears were critical elements of the proceedings and filling these in was a matter of due course. However, I now draw your attention to the wanton disregard in my co-workers who did willfully act with the express purpose of making me do nasty mouth when I was in a vulnerable state. Wow. Oh. Co-worker Stuart Owen. What? What? Did send me a remix of That's Amore, where the chorus <laughs> says, when the moon hits your big pizza pie, that's Amore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shoot, indeed. My co-worker Timothy Roach did send me the Weird Al Yankovic polka cover of Hamilton. <laughs> co-worker Nick O'Brien did imagine a dragon that then proceeded to do 114 imaginary damage to a person that I imagined. <laughs> Co-worker Emma Gillespie did have some quince paste oh. that I did not expect her to have. <laughs> that warrants that warrants it, right? Co-worker Emma Gillespie did on roughly 12 occasions incite me by intentionally saying only the first half of a quote, the second halves of which contained a bad word, which I was then obligated by law to complete. <laughs> by law. Co-worker Emma Gillespie, while oh. watching The Bachelorette, did assert that one contestant looked exactly like a fish. <laughs> Co-worker Emma Gillespie, while in a There's shop a in the Blue Mountains, did point to a jar that was labelled advanced placenta cream, causing me, in my shock, to exclaim. <laughs> yep. Co-worker Emma Gillespie oh. was once Ooh. again visited by her antagonistic passion for touching my nippy nips, resulting in six uses of the triumvirate. <laughs> <laughs> Co-worker Emma Gillespie uh, said ooh, I was a piece ooh. of fuck, so I said she was a piece of fuck. <laughs> this, is, okay. this is getting vicious. Very aggressive. Yeah. In all these cases, I defend my utilisation of swears, for the use of expletives is a beautiful thing. As language has evolved, we have evolved along with it, with the power of the comprehension of language literally shaping our brains as we have matured as a species. However, 
As many would agree, humankind is still a half-baked animal compared to this rapid technological advancement that surrounds us every day, especially while trapped in a meat chassis that only does redesign on a geologic timescale. <laughs> the issue being, the world is such a multifarious place, there cannot be a memorable, meaningful word for each tiny coalescence of interplaying socio-techno, eco-psychological events that present themselves to us in the maelstrom of perception that is a waking day. Mm. To cover this gap, we have swears, words with a nominal meaning but which act as a pure delivery mechanism for emotion, a rubber bullet that communicates in the span of a second everything that is being felt at the time. It's used to indicate things that are too big to see or describe succinctly and simplifies things. In a world where a monkey brain that is evolved ready to forage in bushes for nuts has to comprehend the societal mathematics where normatively attractive female plus video games equals bathwater, it makes perfect practical sense that a word would evolve that delivers intent without meaning anything in particular and is just to add emphasis and a sense of mystery to something else that is being delivered accompanying. With this in mind, to me, swear words are not vulgar unless the intent behind them is. I do not intend vulgarity, except in the case of co-worker Emma Gillespie, who I resubmit is a reprobate. <laughs> Yours fucking Ishley, D. Reynolds. Wow. Nice. Wow. wow. What a breakdown. I... I <laughs> Agree, Davey. Fuck learning the proper words for things. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it it's, I mean, I must admit it sounds like you uh, got self-conscious about your vocabulary. <laughs> so I'm expecting quite um, a high number yeah. here. <laughs> which, which, yeah, you sh- which you shouldn't. It is quite extensive, David. I mean, that's nice of you. The final count uh, for me. Oh, sorry, we got 50. What was the, the thing from you? 52, was it? 51. I said 53. 53. And Chris? I said 90, but I almost feel like I should go higher now. I just added the four that were in that. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, uh, and good. we've ended up with 56. Whoa! Oh, yes! 56. That is right. Wow. wow. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Those are the ones that I caught. So yeah. if yeah. I'm talking about the ones that I didn't catch, it probably is probably a lot closer to 80. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You know, I think that both of those guesses were realistic guesses and well done. Well done, boys. Yeah, right. Well done, nice. Yeah. It, it kind of helps that with Emma, you know, she is and still, well, you know, was and still is um, a, a sensor for a, a, a major commercial radio duo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and so <laughs> she, she's got a pretty good, pretty good handle on things. Yeah, okay. right. Yeah. Nice, man. I guess if you don't want to swear much, my main thing is don't hang out with Emma Gillespie because... Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's antagonistic. Moral she's, not, she's amazing uh, and I love her very much. Mm. Um, this my, my rating system uh, is out of 100. I'm only using every number one time, which means at the end I'll have a list of things and how good they are in order of how good they are. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give this one 42. Uh, not only because my favourite book series ever is The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah, nice. 42 being the answer to life, the universe and everything. Yep. But if that wasn't the answer, the answer would probably be fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Oh, I'm tired. I'm. I feel. I feel good. I'm, now that I've been kicking myself so PG, did you guys want to watch like a pretty, a pretty chill PG movie? Yeah, yeah absolutely. you look pretty fucking out. So let's yeah, start. let's fucking do it, man. <laughs> Kevin, I've left my fucking kid. Who are these motherfuckers breaking into my house? <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you. <laughs> oh man. Hey, 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 guys. Yeah, do, yeah. Do you want to know a little bit of? Home Alone trivia. What? Oh, what? Mm. wait, hello. Hang on. Mm. I'd love to know some Home Alone trivia. Would wow, you? Yeah, you yeah. got some? 
Yeah, yeah, you got yeah, some? yeah, I've got some. Oh wow, okay. Well, what do you got? What do you got there? Um, this is submitted by the Passionator. The Passionator. Wow, it's a new player mm-hmm. on the scene. Okay, not true home loan facts. So not uh, not a great okay. source, but okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the trivia is uh, the writers of Home Alone have confirmed that the name Kevin McAllister is made up. <laughs> wow. John Hughes, the writer, the acclaimed writer of Home Alone. Wow. Yeah, yeah, they that's got right. Him, they got him on the mic. When, when yeah. was that interview? When not a real person. <laughs> Sorry? When was that interview, Stu? Uh, I think it was in the year 2000, actually. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure John Hughes died way before that, but that's that's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was a, it was a composite interview. Oh, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, damn, he's done 2019, 2009. Shit. Hey. This is the segment, Family Movie Night. This is where we watch 10 seconds of Home Alone, as we have been doing over the past 23 episodes, and now for... Episode 24, Damn you straight. guessed it. We've got 10 more seconds of the film Home Alone. Let's watch. Bring it on. Tough. Tough. Okay. What is he? Tough. God, so many siblings, they just keep coming. Okay, that was a lot of exposition just there. Yeah. A lot of dialogue that we didn't catch any of. No. All we know is that the, the older kids hold the younger kid in contempt. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The older I mean, kids do. Yeah. I'm relating God. a lot to this uh, short, this redheaded boy. Reminds mm-hmm. me. Yep. Reminds me of me at that age. <laughs> Just getting tossed around. Yeah. Getting predated upon by robbers and stuff. Well, are, we, we, are we sure this isn't cheaper by the dozen? Uh, you know what? We're not Ooh. sure. We're not sure. If only we could use the internet to check. We could be watching the wrong. We've we been watching ten seconds of cheaper by the dozen. I'm not sure. I mean, is is Steve Martin in it? Well, we haven't seen Steve Martin, but that doesn't mean Steve Martin's not there. That's true. That's true. If there's anything that films have taught me is that just because you can't see Steve Martin <laughs> doesn't mean <laughs> doesn't he's not mean in he's the not film. There. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, that closes off another week of reviews, which That's brings right. us to quite a special week of recommendations. If it, mm. if it seemed like this episode, our, our brains, our minds have been somewhere else, that might be the case. Um, because we've decided to do something very special. Speak for yourself, dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind how it's been. I can guarantee that. Um, next week is our 25th episode. A quarter, a quarter of a century. Quarter of a century. That's right. And quarter we of a century. we would celebrate by doing something special. Yeah, long service leave. <laughs> <laughs> An extended uh, hiatus. Yeah. Pay vacation. For the 25th episode, and then every sort of following 25th episode, every quarter century, mm. that we would recommend something to each other that had just been recommended to us mm. in that mm. past 25. I'm thinking mm. of it as Pool Boy's payback. It kind of is. It's a lot of tit for tat yeah. situation. There's a lot of tat um, coming. So, yeah, for whatever this 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 <laughs> circle was going to be, whatever order this was going to be, we'll be or, still recommending it in that order, but we'll yep. be picking from something that that person uh, had recommended for us in the past mm. to mm-hmm. sort of maybe get even, maybe, um, maybe you know, to, to pay it forward. Absolutely. Who knows? <laughs> there, is a th- there is a theme on this show uh, in our personal lives of like, yeah, I've given you some nasty recommends, but... The ones I've been given have been the worst. <laughs> 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 you don't think, know. Who do you think has gotten the worst go of this? I think it might be Stu. I think it might be Stu too. Possibly. I think it's Stu. Possibly. <laughs> yeah, so it's Stu. Stu's gotten the worst of it. Yeah. 
I mean, look, my uh, my beautiful girlfriend Jenny uh, has has expressed that I'm incredibly easy to bully. So um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh well, I cop it on the chin. It's uh, that's my I stage. I feel really bad that you, Chris calls Bella his beautiful girlfriend Bella, and you call her beautiful girlfriend Jenny, and I just called my girlfriend a reprobate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel bad. She is a reprobate. She's a beautiful reprobate, and I love her very much. Well, let's get started. Let's get started with uh, with me, shall we? Yeah, uh, let's do it, Dave. Yeah, um, I've I've gone through you the recommends you've given to me in the past. Yeah, twenty five, okay. and there's a couple of rippers in there. There's a couple. There's a lot of fun ones. Mm. Yeah, um, and I was sort of bumping around with what to give you. I was sort of thinking uh, giving you an invention. Okay, but a sort of Stace. yeah, sort of. I don't mind that. I don't know. Sort of, yeah, uh, there's other there's other interesting stuff. Uh-huh. I was almost thinking of getting your Pussycat Dolls top five, but that was quite recent. Well, that was quite recent. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. yeah, also a good recommend. That. By me, I, uh, I was very on. curious on uh, what your fursona would be. Oh, but I have decided to go in another direction. Okay, okay. okay. Dave's already a furry. Look at that. Look That's at that. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, an orangutan, by the way, just in case. Oh yeah, man, man of the forest. I was curious about what your parody Twitter account would be. I think it'd be really, really funny. But oh. I haven't gone with that one either. Oh man. Okay. I decided if, if I wanted to be mean. Yeah. I would have picked that uh, tight five five minutes of stand up. Yeah, but I thought, no, no, there's there's another direction I want to go on this one. Okay, um, David Reynolds. Mm. Next week, I recommend that you mm. spend forty one dollars and fifty six cents on <laughs> Wish dot com, baby. <sighs> Wish updates, baby. That is a good one. Content for weeks, wish months, updates. Oh, oh, unreal! Yeah. Thank you very much. Another out of wish updates, baby. We all we all need them. What a great recommendation. Chris's garage is full of shit already. It's time for you to fill yours, Dave. Too true. Thank you very much, Stu. Do you want to go? Yeah, I'll jump in next. So I'm recommending for Chris uh, for this very special episode. <laughs> I feel like there's an elephant in the room. I, I feel is. like every every listener at home thinks yes. this is going to go in a certain direction. They do, mm. and mm. I am here to tell you. Chris, Chris, what's your least favourite song? No, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so I obviously, if you've listened to the episodes before, there's one that sticks out and it's it seems like the obvious choice to make Chris listen to the song Love Shack 100 times. Yeah. I'm not going to give you that one. Thank you. Yeah, it's okay. Thank you, God. Chris, you've given me a couple of really interesting recommends. There was a Sports Bet. Uh, there was Doing the Beep Test. That was one that I was very much thinking about making you do. Uh-huh. I, thought, I thought that was the one you were going to give me, to be honest. I've bent the rules a little bit here. I've spiced it up a little bit. Uh-huh. There was two that I really enjoyed and I couldn't really separate them. So I'm giving you one one recommend, but in the spirit of two that you have given me in the past. Okay. Chris, I want you to write a children's book uh-huh. that features three celebrity impressions. <laughs> <laughs> you know, By this could logic, be... you could have made me listen to Love Shack two hundred times. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, it could be could be about a little platypus who meets, you know, Joe Pesci uh-huh. and, and Morgan Freeman and Gilbert yeah. Godfrey. Who knows? Who Just knows? Gilbert Godfrey Lovely. three times. Just Gilbert mm-hmm. Godfrey three, mm-hmm. three times. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's that's your recommend, Chris. Uh, write a children's picture book with three celebrity impressions. <sighs> You know. Okay. Okay. Wow. Can do. All right, Stu. Well, I've got I've got one for you too, actually, mate. Yeah, I've already downloaded Grinder. It's all good, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Yep. It's not that. Okay. 
Yeah. Just like you two boys, you know, you've taken you've taken the original one, you put a little bit of a spin on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I am going to get you to download a dating app, but it's not going to be Grinder. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You, Stuart Owen, are going to create an account on ChristianMingle.com. <laughs> okay. I want to see right. what good boy Christian Stuart Owen looks like. Oh, gosh. You're not there to antagonise anyone? You're not anyone? No, of course not. Yeah. To make, make them feel bad about their faith? Yeah, no, of course I'm not. just getting, you know. Is there to break some hearts? And obviously you're a taken man. You're a yeah, taken man. Gosh. You know, just so, so ladies back off, you know. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I just want to. I basically just want to see what your Christian mingle <laughs> account looks like. Okay, all right. Can't wait. All right, I, I'm I'm really excited about it. I actually never heard of the site before. Christian mingle. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. I'll go and get on that. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> sorry, Jenny. Yeah. Sorry, Jenny. Who wants to break one of the Ten Commandments with me? <laughs> <laughs> it's the one about murder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, that is going to wrap up our show for the week. Those are our very special payback recommends and you can tune in next week to hear how they went. Uh, in the meantime, if you can head on over to iTunes, Apple Podcasts and uh, follow us, like us, give us a rating and a review, that would be very much appreciated. We're going to continue doing the show and it really helps to, uh, to, to feel a bit of that support come back the other way. So if you are enjoying it, just click those buttons, type up something nice for us. That would be absolutely lovely. Thank you very yeah. much. Alrighty, my name is Stu. I'm Chris. I'm Constable Davey. Oh. <laughs> Here to remind you that I am not a cop. Oh, and um, Stu, yeah. take it away. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Far out, I know the song, but I just, I don't, yeah, I don't know the word. No. I don't think I ever knew the title. It's my ready head. I lost myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll give you a big clue. Karma Police. Oh, Karma Police? Yeah, well done, Chris. It is Karma Police. That's a dirty win. It's a very dirty win. What a week, boys. What, what a, a week. week. We're going we're gonna to use that one. Okay, what a week. <laughs> that suits Chris. That's fine. Yeah. I okay. thought we were just going to clean edit that one. But, uh, um, 
Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next week. Because skanking is much more dangerous, I think. What? Oh, yeah. It's like run, skip, punching, jumping. Exactly. What's what's skanking? It's like a mosh pit, but you're skipping. <laughs> All you need to know is we're too white to do it, and yet we do it anyway. Just like capoeira. Just like capoeira. Brazil!